0: All right. Hey, Jeff here with Lancaster Connects. Happy to be with you this week. A little different background and a little different setup. It's just me. It's been a while since I've hosted a solo Lancaster Connects. Ben is away with his lovely bride for a little couple's trip. So we wish them a lot of fun and enjoyment as they uh, get a little bit of time away, which is nice. Okay, Ben, I hope you're not watching, Ben. But if you are, everything's okay. We just forgot to plug in your, you know, you do we have our earbuds in with AirPods. Well, that's great. But if you leave them unplugged, not so great. And so rather than go drag out the earbuds out there because we had a handful of customers, I'm like, I'll just do it from in here. This is a nice little setup. Plus I got Ben, I've got Ben over one of these shoulders. Which hand is this? This hand. He's right there. Little Ben on my shoulder. See, I can't even, I always mess this up. Linda, that's right. I got this. We'll do just fine. Thanks for tuning in, Linda. But anyway, here we are. Uh, we're going to have a great show with Mike Williams and Nate Heisey uh, from H&H Group. But thanks for watching Lancaster Connects. This is the show about small business success, the battle on Main Street, big versus small, what happens when David beats Goliath out. And we're here to showcase great businesses and really great local heroes, great charities, great people. Uh, doing well here in Lancaster County and also giving back and making connections. And that's why we call the show Lancaster Connects. I'm realizing as I'm about to say this line that I forgot the props, but that doesn't mean we don't do it. We do prizes on the show and, um, commenting gets you in what we call the prizolator, hashtag TM prizolator. We, uh, we TM'd that. So comments get you in. I'd love to show you what you win. But if you're a fan of the show, you know, you win a gardener's, uh, hydro flask or a coffee tumbler. Actually, it's a less storm more cuddle, uh, and a really nice blue color tumbler or a flask or an on the go sleep bundle. And I really wish I had those to show you because to talk about them doesn't do them justice. Although if you only listen to this in audio, you never get to see anyway, which is another reason why you need to subscribe and like the show, especially where you watch it on video, so that could be YouTube, it could be Facebook, it could be LinkedIn, it could be an internet-connected web browser on your TV, which I think is possible. Wherever you're watching video, subscribe on that channel, and we'd love to have you uh, do that because that helps the show get seen a lot more. And if you do insist upon only checking it out on audio, subscribe there too and leave us a review. You know, we know we're not uh, spreading the love in Lancaster, California or Lancaster, Ohio. But right here in Lancaster, PA, we uh, we have a lot of fun and do a lot of good. So, commenting gets you in to the prize contest for those great prizes. And that is that. And without too much further ado, I'm going to welcome our great guests from the h group, Mike Williams and Nate Heisey. I almost said it in reverse, which I'm sure has happened. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Thank you very, very much. Jeff. Hi to Linda and so, Jonah as well. I'm sorry. Hi to Linda and Jonah or Jonna. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So Linda, Linda runs an amazing charity called help the fight, which, um, kind of steps into the void between like health insurance and some other care procedures that those with breast cancer need to have happen. And so she really helps a lot of amazing people, uh, all throughout the year. They have an amazing, uh, like purse bingo, and other charity charity fundraising events throughout the year, but I know the purse bingo is a big one, um, which for me I'm really in tune to that because I you know, I love purses. No, just kidding, but if you love purses, it's a great one. Help the fight. Check them out. And then Jana is one of our biggest fans. Jonna's really great, um, and uh, we appreciate her support as always. So, guys, welcome to the show. Uh, are you guys Lancaster natives? Are you from from the area?
1: Nate, you can answer. Yeah, I I grew up uh, just outside of Millersville. Okay. Cool. I did not.
2: I was, uh, traveled a lot as a kid, lived in a lot of different places, spent most of my time in West Virginia. Um, but with my, um, wife being living in York, uh, I moved here in 1995.
0: Very good. All right. Well, West Virginia is not a bad state. Pretty cool state. Oh, yeah. Nice. Like I did a bike trip last summer. Was it? No, two summers ago already. Gee whiz. I didn't live in that, that part. I lived in the poorer part. Yeah, well, I was down south, like through the Monongahela Mountains. Yep. Did I say that right?
2: Uh, so there's Monongahela and then there's Mongalia.
0: I might have done both. <laughs> Fair they both sound like what I did. Well, I'll have to go back and look. But anyway, beautiful country down that way. Alexis, hey to you. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you. All right, so why don't we just kick off? What all does the HNH Group specialize in, and then importantly, like how do how are we uh, helping Lancaster out professionally, and then from a community standpoint?
2: It was, so I'm going to answer that one. That's a great question. Um, I would say, you know, if you just opened up the doors to our shop, uh, you would see uh, equipment and people who are making uh, printed products, signs. Uh, we're doing fulfillment promotional products, corporate apparel. We're selling labels to the custom woodworking industry. Um, so from uh, just what happens on a day-to-day group on a day-to-day basis is a lot what happens like in a, in a commercial print facility. Um, How do we help Lancaster professionally? I would say we have three basic kinds of customers. Um, we have those teams that market themselves. Right, So you have great marketing teams, sales teams, maybe they're just business owners who come up with these great ideas, um, but we have the equipment to make their ideas a reality. They decide they need a postcard. They can't print a postcard. We can. We can print it, mail it for them. Um, same with signs, um, all of those things, corporate apparel. We help make marketers' dreams a reality, right? Get their hands on it. Uh, the other kind of customer we have is folks who we are actually... Their actual production chain. So if your product happens to be a printed product, like a book, we can be part of your production chain and actually make the products that you are selling to your customer. Uh, and then our fulfillment team in a lot of times is getting those products right into the hands of their end user, their customers. And then the last kind of customer we have that we found is companies that need help with compliance. So ADA signs, which is a little bit of technical jargon, Americans with disabilities, it's the signs uh, next to the door that have a little guy running out uh, with the braille on it. Um, we can do custom ADA signage. Uh, we can do wayfinding, public notices, do an awful lot for some local hospitals, uh, putting up a lot of notices around the, the building and that sort of thing. Uh, and then helping our community, I think actually Nate's going to answer that one here and another question or two, but I would say, um, we definitely are involved. Our employees are involved, uh, in helping our community from a corporate standpoint. Uh, we sponsor a couple events, uh, and offer. Oh, cool. This is not a general invitation for everyone to reach out to me. Um, but we do offer some print in kind. Um, for some great charitable organizations that we've been working
0: with for years. Yeah, very good. Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, businesses as a fellow business owner, we, we have no shortage of opportunities where we can help people, but we, we often choose things that we have affinity to. There's a reason for it. Maybe there's a family member, uh, you know, that had cancer as an example. We've got again, help Linda's watching from help the fight. Maybe there's a family member that battled breast cancer. Um, so yeah, there's always reasons why we pick and choose what we do and why we do it. But, um, so we'll, we'll dig into what those events are because we can maybe give them some love here on the show, talk about what, when they are. And even if they're not right around the corner, we can still talk about them. That's okay. Our show, our rules, right? That's right. So Nate, how'd the business start and how many, how many people work with you?
1: Uh, so we've got just under 40 employees. Um, the business started in 1973. Um, we were a, uh, a small print shop, um, right on, uh, North Queen Street, um, uh, 300, 301. Um, and, uh, we grew over the years, um, and moved a couple times to where we are now on, on North Prince. Um, but it's been, uh, yeah, 50 years. This is our 50th uh, anniversary this year? And oh, congratulations! We've uh, we've grown quite quite substantially from uh, our early days as a little quick mom and pop print shop.
2: Very good. H and H is actually good. the founders' initials. It stands for Hupenbecker Becker and Huppenbecker. Becker. So, Very say good. that or write it. So we went with H and H instead
0: yeah that's um well I mean listen if you would have went with that in your website for SEO purposes man you dominated. yeah right well, you'd be the only one but that I don't know that everybody would be able to uh remember that or spell it but obviously think HH that's that's very simple so uh obviously there's a lot of options for printing um and I I do like that you do the signage thing because one of my one of my pet peeves about going somewhere especially unfamiliar is when there isn't appropriate signage or when it's like this small and when it's not clear so i like that you maybe we can talk a little bit about that but like what what overall makes makes you guys unique at h&h like what how do you stand out from everybody else
1: so i i think for us it's Every, everybody says that they have the best customer service. Everybody says that you know they produce the best thing. Um, but it's it's definitely a culture here of we generally have employees who care mightily about our customers from the beginning to the very end. So, I mean, I've worked in print shops where you just run the job and that's it. And then on to the next job. Where here, um, every employee is looking at each job, producing each job. and questioning, hey, how can we do this better? Is, is this, is this right? Um, and we oftentimes are catching things or improving things from what the customer originally wanted. And it's just making sure that the customer is overly satisfied with every, um, project that, that we hear. Um, I think that's really what, what stands out, um, for us as far as solving problems and, and making sure that the customer gets exactly what they needed or, or even more than what they expected, um, for, for each job, whether it be just a, just a business card or it be a, a complete, you know, interior decor, you know, makeover. So it's, it's, uh, it, it's definitely a culture here of customer first and making sure that if, if there's a hoop that a customer needs us to, Go through and doesn't matter how much fire is on that hoop. Um, we're jumping through it and we're making sure that we're helping the customer out and, uh, and getting it done. Can I, can I tack on to that, Nate? I, I would,
2: I just to add and, and add a little flavor to what Nate is saying as well. I have seen employees really add stress to themselves because sometimes our customers don't give us the job to the very last minute. Right, I know that's hard to believe, but it happens. Right, things get busy in their world, and all of a sudden they need it, and so they give us what in our industry would normally be considered an unrealistic or sometimes a downright impossible kind of deadline. Um, right, without being pressured, you can see the our own employees putting pressure on themselves and communicating clearly with the other departments to try to get that job through. Um, to meet the customer's need. Even if the whole time they're complaining, this is so unrealistic, I can't believe they're asking us to do it. They're doing it anyways because they know that without customers who are, right? Um, so they're they're putting it out there. They are pushing themselves to try to meet those deadlines um, yeah. all the time without without management or anyone pushing on them. They're just doing it themselves because it's, it's that sense of ownership that they have as, as, uh, employees.
0: Yeah. I kind of get a sense of that because you've got one of your, one of your great team of 40, I think it's maybe still on the line. At least she was earlier, Alexis. Uh, I think it's Jupe. Yep. Yep. There we go. I bet you she's one of those, um, one of those folks that's working hard to make those deadlines. And you know, when you serve, When you serve part of your customer base as entrepreneurs and marketers and, you know, the solopreneurs, the business owners, and even, I mean, I'm sure even people with a hundred business owners with a hundred people or 200 people, when you got an idea and hits and lightning strikes, you want to go. And, you know, that's when, that's when you get, that's when you all get things just dumped, right? It's true. That's when it happens. And. And so kudos to your team for taking that on and and for you creating that culture of, Hey, we are here to, to really ultimately serve, um, serve our clients who, you know, put the lights on for us and put the roof over our building and, you know, help us payroll and allow us to, uh, help with these events that we're attached to. We'll talk more about that a little bit, but, um, yeah, that's really good. Really good that you got a team like that around you. And I'm sure you could talk about the 39 or so others, right? Absolutely. Alexis wins because, because she typed in that she's there
1: and she is fantastic. So thanks for, yep.
0: yeah. So thanks for listening and joining. Um, while we're talking about her, what, what role, what role does she have in your company? So she's one of our designers. Oh, those are very valuable people. I do things like this. Like, you know, make that, make that square make me a lot of money to a graphic designer. And then they make it happen. Very talented skill set. It very is very talented. Uh, so you're obviously located in Lancaster. Do you just serve Lancaster? You serve other regions? Where, where do y'all go? So
2: that's a great question. Um, I would say the majority of our customer base is regional, right? It's in this, three, four counties all around Lancaster area is the majority of our customers. However, some of our largest customers are based out of state. Uh, we have folks that are in Massachusetts, folks that are in Tennessee, in Maryland. Um, we just did a very large four-story building where we did all the internal and exterior signage, uh, wayfinding, all those environmental graphics in uh, Southern Florida. Um, so, uh, I know I've personally, uh, had signs installed in Missouri before. So while our, while we have a local sales team and they generally get in the car and drive just at, you know, an hour or so around here to find most of our customer base. Um, sometimes those customers have reached further into the country. They want to use us. So we tend to reach anywhere we're needed to reach, uh, in
0: the country. No. Yeah, very good. So let's dig a little deeper into the products that you offer. I'm, I'm holding, and, and, and this works. You know, I'm holding a Sheraton pen right now. So getting your logo on things. Yeah. I don't know how many thousands of miles this pen might have traveled, but it's a handful because I don't stay at a Sheraton locally. So what products and services do you offer? Like what are the, go- what are some really great things to get your logo like let me ask it this way in 2023 if you're a business owner what are the things you got to throw your logo on and and maybe think about it differently than just throwing your logo on like how do you put together something that really communicates what your brand's about and what are those products to help with that So
1: really apparel and, and pens are, are, definitely the most common and easiest thing that, um, easiest thing to give out and, and, and everybody uses, everybody wears, um, this, this year, last year, I mean, we're seeing more, um, like small, like Bluetooth speakers, um, are becoming, you know, a little bit more affordable as far as, uh, being able to be, uh, Personalized and handed out at not a, you know, extreme cost that they once were. Um, but corporate apparel uh, is, is huge. Um, right now, um, just branding your, your logo, your message, um, and getting it out into the community, um, is, is by far one of, one of the top things. It's just getting busier and busier. A lot
0: of people doing that. Yeah. And we're all, we're all doing that today for ourselves. We're all, uh, we're all good students. Um, walking billboards. That's right. That's right. You know, and as far um, as which
2: products you would ask that, that really depends on the, the individual customer's needs. So, right? What, what type of pen gardeners, mattresses, and more needs could vary differently than what type of pen Barley and Snyder is offering their clients, right? It, it really is, a wide variety of things, right? T-shirts might make sense for one place where it might be sweaters for another place, right? It just, it depends on what what your intention with that
0: marketing piece is going to be. Yep. And we're getting a lot, I mean, I love our show because we're getting a lot of comments in, which means you guys are doing the right thing in business because I believe in the green room, our producer, Chris, who, by the way, anything podcasting that you need, uh castahead.net he's in our show notes definitely check him out but he mentioned uh that you shared the show so thank you for that we're going to be a guest on a show always share it that's nice especially if we make it easy but um we're getting a lot of comments in, so we're going to we're going to handle them as they came in Linda Charles from Help the Fight says she's looking for some apparel items so she'll be in touch so there we go Appreciate we made a connection already on the show we could just go home but we got a lot more to talk about but this one Kathleen Sullivan so I don't know uh, I don't personally know who Kathleen is, but maybe you gents do. She's with the Lancaster City uh, Alliance and a good, okay, and a good friend of our business. Yep. Yep. So we talk with, uh, Anne quite a bit over there. Uh, Anne Williams. And I think if I'm thinking of the same organization. And, um, so yeah, you guys, I guess you have a really great work culture that she says should be emulated. So this is off script, but. If you've watched any of our shows, you know, I'm the guy that does that. So like we could just rip this whole thing up today, uh, since I'm here to my own devices. So tell us about the work culture that you have going on and, and why other businesses should aspire to it. Nate, do you want to handle that one or do you want me to start?
1: Sure. It kind of, it kind of leads back to what I was saying earlier with, with having employees who, who care so much about, uh, Our customers rather than just worrying about, you know, the job that they do, you know, one print job at a time. Uh, it, it's it's truly, um, a set of employees who care about our customers and then care about each other. Um, I mean, from, you know, department to department, I mean, we're all internal customers and just the relationships that are formed here. Um, we have a lot of very long tenured employees. We just had one retire last year that worked here, uh, 48 years. Um, and company is only 50 years old. So it, uh, we, we have a lot of long tenured uh, employees here and it's, um, just the, the relationships here between the employees is, is, is wonderful and just trying to keep promoting and encouraging each employee here. We, uh, I try really hard to empower all of our employees to be able to make decisions. Uh, to be able to uh, um, do what they need to do the best way that they see fit. Um, of course, you know, I, I'm not going to okay everyone to just go and spend $100,000 on equipment, but, you know, uh, they're, they're allowed to, you know, do their, the best way that they see fit, whatever makes them happy and flexible with, you know, hours and, and appointments for, you know, uh, childcare or something. You know, we're really flexible here um, and it just... Anything that we can do to to have a uh, happy workforce. I mean, we we try really hard to uh, to make sure the employees are having are being fulfilled and and trying to have their needs met as much as possible. And it coming to work, you know, is hopefully not you know, a, a burden.
0: Yeah,
2: I would say in addition,
0: Chris, if you could, if Chris, if you could put that uh, slide back up where you had the women of H and H. Sorry, I just leaned in. I, I'm a little bit of knee pain. If you've been following along last couple of months, I had my knee replaced, uh, and it's, uh, it's talking today, but, um, yeah, the women of H and H group, I like that I'm giving them some shine, highlighting that group there. And, you know, for a team of 40, uh, just looking real quick. Um, I don't know if everybody was present that day. No, there was but three uh, or four, uh, that aren't in that picture. Yeah. Yeah. So real great. Um, real great representation in a, in a business that I don't think would naturally lend itself to be woman focused. Is that fair?
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 So good for you. I mean, you know, that, I mean, being a business owner today and an employer today, you know, obviously there are, our employment world is shifting and, and, and that landscape's ever changing. But Nate, you touched on something that I talk with my crew about a lot of times. I want them to take initiative, even if they fail, you know, and as long as we think about, okay, here was the idea, here was the plan to execute, and here's how we thought it would work out, but it didn't quite work out the way we thought. So it wasn't a total success, or maybe it was just a failure. What did we learn from it? And as long as we have that thought process and we think through that, I say fail some more because we're always trying something, right? Tell you get better. Just, yeah, exactly. We can't just sit and, uh, especially in our location, wait for people to come in because our location—we're not in a strip mall, you know—we're not at a place that has the benefit of, you know, a few hundred to a thousand cars driving by its front door each day because we're kind of set back off of Plaza Boulevard. So we have to work differently, and we've always encouraged our team to do that. So it sounds like you, you all are just really leading the way that way or in that regard, which is great. Uh, I'm going to just put this out for a little bit because I think Alexis will get a kick out of this. And again, this is off script, but Chris, if you could, and we'll bring it up in a minute. It doesn't have to be right this second. Bring up the Colonel Sanders, um, graphic from KFC because I want to point out something that's really important. You can't unsee when you're designing it. A... What's that? You can't unsee You know what it I'm going see it yeah you know what I'm gonna talk about It's hilarious. I just learned this like about a week or two weeks ago or saw it for the first and now I cannot unsee it but um so while Chris does that, let's talk about what your specialty is what's what is the project or a couple of projects that really uh excite your team um so
2: that's not how I was going to answer what's your specialty by the way uh I was going to say it was what Nate said. It's that, that customer experience, uh, trying to make a, every customer genuinely pleased that they had the opportunity to work with us. Um, but projects that, uh, projects that make us, uh, happy, um, are ones that are challenging, right? Uh, do we love, uh, producing perfect bound books and business cards and catalogs and banners? every day absolutely um but it's the times when you need something that has never been made before or you need it in a different way um that's really when the team shines and they 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 come up with ideas we brainstorm back and forth we troubleshoot uh, we prototype those are really the uh, opportunities i mean recently we worked with a uh custom floor manufacturer and the reason they said they worked with us is because we were willing to try um nobody else was willing to even allow them to bring their custom flooring in and run it through their equipment because they were it was too unknown and it was too little out there um so but we said you know can't hurt anything let's give it a shot um, so we gave her a shot and they had a great time. They learned a lot. We learned a lot. So I'd say really the things we specialize in or that bring us joy are the ones that are a little bit different. Um that that really make uh doing that work fun.
0: So custom printed flooring in a commercial environment.
2: Well, and custom cut as well, because we out- after yeah. printed it, um, we also uh cut that floor. Matter of fact, they just I mean they just brought
0: there's not a market for that anywhere in the world.
2: <laughs> they just brought uh seven or eight <laughs> sheets of it to us and we made uh coasters out of it for their promotional giveaway.
0: Yeah. now that's really neat. That's really neat. Um I like that. That's smart. So taking your own products, cutting it up. 'cause I guess the- i guess the the idea would be the quality of their flooring is exceptional, they want you to see it touch it feel it, and it's right there, and then it sits on your desk, yeah, yeah, really great uh so we're gonna we're gonna flip over to the colonel Sanders thing because this this shows the importance of design and um ah, I was hoping on, see this see Chris said specifically what did I want and <laughs> I said just the colonel Sanders head with the bow tie um if if we could maybe bring it up with a white background, so it sorry, Chris, this is my fault. So this is what happens when you go off script. Um, so we specialize in the experience. I love that. And um, Chris is in the background right now, just you know, this guy, Jeff, is such a pain in my butt. Anyway, um, but uh, so we specialize in the experience and making your customers smile, just as Chris is doing for me right now. Um, but anything, so when when there's something new, like let's say Bluetooth speakers is an example, right? What's the thought process that you all have for bringing those new services and products out to your customer base and offering them? How does that work?
1: Yeah, so when a customer comes to us, and ask for something. If it's just a one-off, I mean, it's just a one-off, we'll get it done, whether we can produce it or if we need to go outside and find somebody else that can produce it um, for us. Um, But then as we keep going, if there's another customer that either requests it or maybe we recommend it because we're familiar with it now, um, once we start getting a lot of requests for something, then we start evaluating and saying, does it make sense to be able to bring something like that in house. So producing signs is a perfect example of that. Uh, 10 years ago, a little over 10 years ago, we weren't producing any signage, uh, in house. Uh, we, it was all, we were, our customers needed it and we, we got it made somewhere else and brought it in, you know, for that. And the requests kept getting more and more that we're like, Hey, it's, it's kind of making sense now that. That we should be producing this in house. So we bought the equipment, invested in uh, a couple of different things to be able to produce that stuff in house. And now we've just grown that portion of our business, um, significantly over the last, uh, 10 years. Um, and it's the same for, you know, for anything else as, as the requests come in or as we're, um, recommending certain things and customers like, yeah, that's what we want. And then it's once we're doing enough of it, then it makes sense
0: to be able to bring that on uh, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we can Ben and I can attest to uh sign, sign frustrations over the years. So having a competent company that can walk you through a good design, walk you through good proportions. That was a rookie mistake we made thirteen years ago or twelve years ago. Was oh look great on the paper. But once it was up on the roof line above my head here, it was Little itty bitty letters from the street, and you know the, that person was like, "Well, you got exactly what you asked for in the in the square footage that was available." And so, having a professional, which sounds like your crew is professional, uh, will be beneficial because you you do not want to make those expensive mistakes, especially with something as big as an outdoor sign, because that, that can be a significant expense for a business. Uh, all right. So we're ready for this graphic design thing. So there we go. So you can't unsee it once you see it. This is Colonel Sanders with the KFC logo. And I saw this. I, I forget where I saw it, but I think it was a child asking a parent, why is this? Wh- why is the stick figure man's head so big? Right. So the bow tie is the stick figure body for Colonel Sanders. And I cannot unsee this. And I share this and I think Alexis will love this as a graphic designer. Because sometimes your most well-intentioned designs don't quite come through the way you want. Now, obviously we can't argue with KFC success. Everybody loves the chicken. It tastes good. All that good stuff. But like once you see it, it doesn't go away. There it is again. Colonel Sanders just walking like a stick figure, right? Just, you know, you can't unsee it. So, you know, I'm sure Alexis likes that. I'm sure the rest of your design team got a kick out of that, but. Have there been, and you know, I'm not necessarily. Again, we're off script here. Not necessarily asking to name names, but like, has there been any moments like that where a designs come through and you take a step back, you're like, uh oh, I don't think they see what they think they see, or maybe their customers may not greet that as well as they think they will.
1: I can't think of a specific example. I don't know if Mike can, but I know there's definitely some things like I having- mean. Not to the extent of some of the things I've seen on the internet, because I definitely get a kick out of those. Um, you know, marketing right. sales. Um, yeah, you know, I, I can't think of a particular one. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely times where stuff, something comes in and they, you know, they want it on a certain color background or something like, Hey, w- once that's printed, you that you're not going to see. There that you go. Well, it's going to blend yeah. in. Um, or, you know, just, you know, maybe a good gra- vehicle graphics, you know, they want, you know, black vehicle graphics and we look at the car and it's like a super dark blue car. It's like, uh, you know, hey, maybe let's just change up the vinyl color a little bit or put a background or something behind it so that way it stands out. So, I mean, stuff like that um, absolutely happens all the time. And that's where um, we have our team, you know, that are, you know, so great at kind of thinking down, you know, the end of the line. How's this going to be used? How to, you know, what is the customer, you know, expecting here? And making sure that what we're producing actually is going to make sense at
0: you know at the end when it's installed or finished. Yeah, 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 and I mean that's your that's your professionalism that comes through. Uh, Kathleen is asking about so you've got a pause friendly policy. Tell us about that. I wouldn't necessarily call it a policy,
2: Um, but what we have had it. I mean, if you go to that past practices policy, sure. Uh, What we have is we have a pet friendly workplace. Um, so not every place, not right. So not, you can't take your pet and go out and work on the shop floor, um, just because that's dangerous for the pet and for you, right. From a a distraction standpoint. Um, but in our office areas, um, like Jen here on the screen, uh, that's her dog, Nanook. Um, you know,
0: it looks like Nanook's a great dog.
2: I was going to comment. Nanook is an amazingly well-behaved and chill dog for as young as he is. Uh, prior to, um, that there's a, I know there's a video we had out on Facebook and Instagram, uh, with D, uh, D was, uh, one of our, uh, she had 42 years with the company her company. She just retired in February. Um, but she was an animal lover. She frequently brought her dog Nash and he was the shop dog. Uh, matter of fact, we saw a cutout of Nash out in the lobby. Oh, nice. We don't have a cutout of D. But we definitely have a cutout of Nash in the lobby. Um yeah, but you know, a couple folks have needed to bring their dogs in. Alexis, uh, who is on this call. Um, she is a she is a
0: yeah.
2: Video and they got music too. Um uh show the whole video, okay. <laughs> so we had Speranza come in uh and show some of their rescue dogs for Dee's retirement. Um, Then Alexis is a cat rescue, certified cat rescue person. And she um, sometimes will bring small kittens that still need hand care into the office and care for them. So Alexis is also a certified cat rescuer. So she's frequently has kittens um, under her desk that she is periodically feeding. Uh we have a pet wall where we employees let it themselves where they just took a wall in the bindery and posted pictures of their family of their family pets. Um yet yeah, we've had everything in this building from baby squirrels, baby deer, baby skunks, groundhogs, prairie dogs, uh goats, uh dogs, cats. Yeah, it's unbelievable how much, uh, how many different kinds of animals have been in this building.
0: That's wild. That's wild. Yeah, Alexis, great work with the animal rescue and specifically on cats. Um, you know, we, uh, uh, rescued local to us a number of years back, put the call out for kittens and, uh, said, we just want you to foster them. Well, six years later, we have two out of the three kittens that we fostered. So, but you don't, you know, that is not to say just take a kitten to take a kitten because they're cute. You take a new pet because you're committed to it. That's number one. We're actually big animals. Well, I'm a big animal supporter around here. Um, we have a little book that a friend of mine's daughter wrote called Dog Joy. It's all about stories of animal rescue and people that uh, gave a rescue dog a chance, whether they had done that for the first time or had been their fifth one. And uh, so we buy those books. And then anybody that donates uh buys the book, that money is donated to animal rescues locally. So um it's a neat little, neat little inspirational book about dogs. Nice specific. But all animals are fun. Um they can all be fun. Even I guess pet skunks. Even pet skunks. Which I wasn't at all ready to hear, but hey, that's cool. We have had uh in the past we had on uh Betsy from Acorn Acres Wildlife Rehab.
2: Did they bring their groundhog with her? With Poppy. Poppy. No.
0: Well, Poppy was on the show. Nice. Yeah. Poppy was on the show and was a great hit. She's there, doing the, doing eating her banana chips. I think it was. Yeah. It was a great little, great little show. Poppy has been here as well. well. Absolutely. Ah, there we go. There we go. So, tell us about uh, these events that you that you uh, like to connect to and support. Um. So.
2: The way we decide uh, what events are, like you mentioned earlier, they're either passions that we as leaders have. Um, yep. For example, uh, our previous uh, president of the company, Mary Kohler, who passed last August, um, she just had a passion for hurting children, um, children who were in need so she was very big into connecting with the mix at arbor place um so we are still supporting the mix at arbor place um there is a hospice uh and community care which we're currently doing some work for um and again like i i think you mentioned it uh, it's the passions of the uh, of the leadership that get us there um we definitely are participating in donate life we had an employee that had a double lung transplant. So that's right. And we've had, you know, five, six, seven years now uh past when he wasn't expected to live because of this double lung transplant that we have got wow. to continue uh being his friend and him working for us. So we we definitely support those uh items that that are supporting a good cause are are definitely those um
0: those ones that make you feel good. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you know, and it might, you know, you shared earlier, like, hey, this is, like, we support organizations that are near and dear to us. This isn't necessarily um, a, a reach out to have organizations soli- solicit.
2: I mean, they're already reaching out and
0: soliciting, let's be clear. <laughs> You know, and, and look, we we joke about, the, the, we're obviously laughing as business owner to business owner here. But part of this show, and I feel okay to kind of chuckle about it, part of this show is the challenge other business owners in our community and other individuals to rise to the same occasion as we're doing right here. All right? Uh, and, if, and if we all did that as business owners in our community, then the organizations and the charitable efforts wouldn't have as great, or maybe maybe we could eliminate that need. Right. And so, yeah, we are selective and I don't mean selective to be minimal and giving back. I use the word selectivism, what we connect to. Um, because typically a small business has to go, we can't go three miles wide and an inch deep. We got to go a hundred foot deep into something. Right. And, you know, donate life. You said the mix. At Arbor Place? So I
2: think it used to be The Mix at Arbor Place. I think they're just now called The Mix. I think they dropped at Arbor Place, didn't they? It's just The Mix. Possibly.
0: Yeah, but it's an after-school program in the city. Okay, very cool. Yeah, we we help support SWAN, which is a program, music program for kids uh, with incarcerated parents. I'll actually be at one of their events the end of this month. Um,
2: my son-in-law, we was have one of their music instructors
0: for a uh, while. Oh, very cool. Small world. See, there we go. More connections on Lancaster Connects. Who would have thought? Yeah, uh, off the streets, I just scheduled, uh, about, I guess it was 19 or so mattresses to go to them. Some more ones. Um, yeah, I mean, we, you know, there's a, there's a pretty broad list for us through the show, right? Cause when charities come on, we'll donate to them and, things like that. But, uh, but there's ones we go, we kind of go away from that net casting wide and go deeper. So, but no, that's very cool how you choose them. Um, so are there any events that you guys participate in? Uh, like you probably do a lot of printing for events, community events, I would imagine. Um, any of those that you want to talk about while we're here together?
1: I mean, as a, as a company, there's, I don't, I can't think of any like specific events, um, that we do, I mean, we do, uh, volunteering, you know, as a, um, company, you know, we've gone to, uh, you know, our employees have gone to like power packs and help pack, you know, Brad Peterson's awesome. group. Um, we, uh, with, uh, the mix at our place, we had, um, a couple different days where employees, um, went and actually served dinner to the kids. Um, yeah. we're actually working with them now to, uh, set up, you know, to be able to do it more regularly, um, because our, my, employees are asking for and, hey, we want to do this more often. So we're trying to, you know, set up a schedule where we can regularly go there and, you know, and serve dinner, uh, that sort of thing. So those are the type of volunteering, you know, opportunities that I'm actually, you know, looking forward to do more of that because, you know, it's so fulfilling, you know, for our employees to be able to, you know, see and do those type of things. Um, Plus, it doesn't take a whole lot, you know, to be able to allow that, you know, to make that stuff happen. Um, Right. Not you know cash out of pocket, you know it's it, it's 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 you know being able to provide a service, provide our hands you know to actually do something is really great, and then you know annually you know uh h and h does a lot for the the extra gift uh, we do all the printing and stuff for the majority of that and and that is you know great to be a part of you know every year yeah tell so, a little about Mary's um, giving day name. So, uh, so Mary's giving day is something, um, that, that we kind of came up with, um, um, before Mary passed. Um, we, uh, we wanted to come up with something that we could show her that, Hey, uh, annually on your birthday, February 2nd, um, we as a company, we want to do, you know, something, um, you know, give back in some way uh, in, in her name. Uh, so, so this year is when we kind of started the, uh, the relationship more, um, with the mix as far as getting some of our employees out there and, and, and seeing it and being a part of it, you know, uh, serving dinner. Um, so now it, this is going to be an, an annual thing where we find some sort of, you know, um, project or, uh, you know, something that we can do that uh, we can actually go and uh, provide some sort of help to a, an organization or a charity um, each year, uh, kind of in her name, uh, just because she gave back, uh, she gave a lot to the community um, yeah. for a lot of years. Uh, so, as a company, we want to kind of keep that you know tradition going. So, um, throughout the year, we're going to do stuff, but um, the main thing is on uh, February second, on her birthday each year, is trying to you
0: know, organize something, um, and we you know, we're calling it Mary's Gift. What a great way to honor Mary! Yeah. That's really great. Uh, we got a technical question from Amy Larchuk who is a retired typesetter and out of fashion all oh, which is an out of fashion occupation. okay I'm thinking how do we combine fashion and type I got it So she's a retired typesetter. How does your company set type?
1: So Alexis but, does that So it's uh, it's all electronic now. Uh, we don't have any of the uh, any letter presses here. Uh we don't actually don't even have traditional offset printing anymore. We're all 100% digital. Um mm. equipment here, so yeah, everything is uh is done electronically.
0: So the manual setting shifted to graphic design, digital digital setup. Push the buttons and make it happen. Yeah. Got it. Something I could never do. I can't yeah. You know, I use computers for email, website. That's about it. Kudos to you and your team for making the magic happen. Because people like me need people like you. It's as simple as that. Simple as that. So you got fifty years in. Oh, and I, I, I'd be remiss not to say this. Fantastic work on building the company culture. I mean, spending time at Power Pack, spending time at the Arbor, spending time on Mary's Giving Day. Immensely better than buying the fifteen thousand dollar corporate team building day. Right. Right. Like I I would imagine that one or two hours, I forget when power packs typically gets their companies. And I think it might be every day of the week, but whatever day it is, doesn't matter. Like that two hours of time or whatever it is, probably a 10 X result from anything you would try to orchestrate or formulate. Right. Yeah. So the challenge to anybody listening would be, again, we talk about it often, time, talent and treasure, transcend that through to your people. Take some time, and yeah, it might be on payroll dollars, okay. But take time and get folks to power packs. Get them out to listen to the swan kids. Because, man, talk about what an endearing thing for a kid to see a group of 40 or 50 people show up for their uh music uh, event, right? Which would probably be double the average audience, maybe triple the audience that they might get. Like, just... A lot you could do. So time, talent and treasure. We've all got that same amount of time each day. So kudos to you guys for doing that. So you're 50 years in. What's next for what your group is up to?
2: That's a great question. I'm going to, I can sum it up in one word, but then I would like to expand on it. So the sum up word is automation. Um, and I, I mean that in a couple of ways. Uh, one is, is we have worked really hard to satisfy our customers' needs over the years. Um, but in doing that, we've built some processes that are very manual. Um, and while that's awesome, that's a lot of money. So what we want to do is use automation to actually improve the customer experience, not take it away, improve the customer experience, uh, reduce the amount of time that it takes to submit work to us to get proofs back to get that whole thing done and to get the job to the press and to produce the jobs um more efficiently and with a better experience from a customer standpoint so that's like one sentence maybe two and easy to say uh, it's going to be a lot of work for the next couple of years as we really knuckle down and make this whole automation thing just part of our dna
0: yeah. And I'll, I'll just add to that because automation, you know, which people might quickly conflate sounds like a negative word, but I'm, I don't mean it that way. They might conflate automation with AI, artificial intelligence. And I, I look at all this new technology and this is kind of going on a left turn here, but I look at all this new technology. Some people embrace it. Some people don't. Some people are very afraid of it. Some people hear, Oh my gosh, automation, job loss, this or that, the other thing. I think smart business owners look at all this technology and use it for the tool it is. But the businesses that use new technology but keep a human element in play will always win. Agreed.
1: You have to to move with the times as as things are coming, because at some point we're going to be asked to do something that is, you know, AI related and we'll at least have some experience or we'll know, you know, you know, what to do if we just stay away from it and pretend it's not happening that's
0: how you'll slowly fade away. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Gents, this has been a great conversation. I mean, we went 54 minutes with the H&H, H&H group, which primarily does printing and, and printed products and signs and banners and shirts and pens. I think we had a wonderful conversation. Yeah. The comment box was lightened up. We appreciate you. Um, let's kind of wrap up with Connection Cocktail, get to know you guys just a little bit better some things about Mike and about Nate and about Lancaster. So we'll ask each other. Lots
1: of comments comments and we didn't even have to talk about poop. Like last week.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we didn't. (laughs) Yeah, no, nobody wants that related to your product. (laughs) That's for sure. Alexis, thank you for tuning in. Jonna, you've been tuning in. Thank you. Kathleen, thank you for all your support of H&H Group. Really appreciate that. Uh Steve Goble commented a while back about a pen. Well, I don't have a pen right here, but I do have a gardener's mug right here. And that goes to the prizes that we give away. So we got our logo on the prizes that we give away. So that's good. But anyway, connection cocktail time. So I'll ask the first question you guys can answer. You can each answer on your own. What's your favorite thing to do in Lancaster?
1: Me? I can go. Yeah, I can go first. You go I so, uh, our my favorite thing actually um has been uh, there's a lot of different um creameries in the area, and uh, I have uh, twin seven year old boys, so we like going to some of the different you know creameries and getting ice cream, and it's it's nice because a bunch of them actually have like goats and chickens or cows or something you know that they can yep. see, Uh so it's nice traveling around to the the different creameries because there's a
0: there's a lot of good ones in Lancaster. Very good. That's right after my, I, it's not, uh, not, not local creamer, but I did, uh, Coldstone yesterday, the banana founders, banana caramel crunch thing. And it was just, it sounds amazing. amazing. Yep. Shouldn't have done it, but I did it and I'm glad I did. So
2: I'd say for me, um, I'm torn between, uh, as far as activities, I'm torn between the Lancaster architecture right? Just walking Ooh, around yep. the neighborhood of f yep. College is just a whole lesson in history and architecture and you can just see some absolutely beautiful homes and, and some wonderful motifs there. Um, and First Friday, uh, you know, Lanc- Lancaster is the spot where I first experienced First Fridays. Um, I know that York now has them. Uh, but Lancaster still has my heart with first Fridays. They are, uh, just super well done. All the little shops stay open. Um, you can really just have a wonderful time without spending a fortune. Uh, and you can support local small businesses when you do it. It's just fantastic.
0: Yeah. Yep. Love that. Love that. So, um, maybe you can answer this straight up. Maybe you can't. A lot of, my, a lot of our guests, because of their connections to the community, Play the diplomatic approach. Let's see what you do. Favorite restaurant in Lancaster?
2: Rice and noodles. Hands down. There we go. Ra- rice it's and noodles. Sprout. They're the same, same menu, same ownership. Um, okay. Their restaurants, that food is just always fresh, always amazing. Um, doesn't break the bank and the staff and they just treat you like
1: kings. So it's wonderful. Nate. Uh, you say the, my favorite is probably the Frogtown, Town, Peckway. There quite a bit, uh, but it's really like the closest restaurant to my house. But it's it it helps that it's a it's a great spot with great food, um,
0: people. So it's uh,
1: yeah, I, I would
0: go with Frog Town. Very good, very good. And uh, and last question for you both: your favorite annual event that you go to?
1: Uh. For me, I'm going to do a shameless plug. Uh, plug for uh, for an organization that uh, I'm I'm with. It's uh, so I'm with the First Responders Friends, and we put on two car shows a year. Um, one is uh, in May, actually uh, May 13th, um, at uh, the West Willow uh, Fire Company and uh, right outside Willow Street, and then the Conestoga Car Show uh, downtown Conestoga it's the last Saturday in September. So every year, um, we host these car shows and, uh, try to raise a lot of money for the fire companies. So, uh, yeah, annulate those are, uh, that's where I'm at each year. Very
0: good. Nothing wrong with that. Nice.
2: I'd say for me, it's Mike. the PCAD senior show. Um, every year, the Pennsylvania College of Art and Design, uh, down there in like the 200 block of Prince Street, uh, they, okay. their seniors put on a big show. Um, the past couple of years, they have, uh, shops where past students can sell some of their art. Uh, they can like set up a little mini stores and, and sell their art, oh, uh, those sorts of things. So yeah, it's a, it's a nice, it's, cool. you know, you can see these young artists with a lot of energy who are excited about their, about their work, whether it's a painting or a sculpture or pictures, whatever they've done. Um, and then see some of the older mature, uh, Young adults who have graduated and are, you know, making their way in the art world by selling
0: their products. I mean, it's just, it, it's wonderful. Very good. Very good. Well, gentlemen, I've thoroughly enjoyed our time together. Thanks. You know, we had a great conversation. I think we touched on a number of great topics. I had a number of writer downers throughout. So we'll get some little snippets sent out to you and uh, our show will live on. In all its glory, both the full dose and then those little micro doses. Alexis, Kathleen from H and H Group, thank you for tuning in. Alexis, appreciate you. And uh, and yeah, there you go. I would say that's a first. That's a first we've ever business on, and 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 some of their team members jump on for the time being. So uh, kudos to you guys. That means something. That 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 happens for a reason, and that reason is you too. So thanks for your leadership over there. And uh, thanks for being on Lancaster Connects. Appreciate you. You're welcome. Thanks for very having us. Much. Thanks for having us. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, look, if you're looking to have a great show like Nate and Mike did from H&H Group, by the way, it's thinkhh.com. That's where you can go to get a hold of them. Online, On I'm sorry, on socials at H&H, the H&H Group is their social channels, but thinkhh.com uh, would be their website. I wanted to get that out before I departed from them, but there we go. Still on the show. Uh, so if you want to be a guest, and have a great talk like we just had. You go to LancasterConnects.com slash guest, fill out the form, and we will get you on the show. All right? Uh, and we got a lot of comments, so we're going to have a great prize later. We'll fire that up here, and we'll get that. So last call to get your comments in if you want a chance for our Less normal More Cuddle drinkware or our On The Go Sleep Bundle. Uh, due to the time here, I'm going to uh, just do the review for this time our gar- or I'm sorry the review what do you what is that Jeff? See this is what happened. I'm going to do our testimonial of the week. there we go. so this one came in from Jamie. she said it is hard to find this kind of service. They went absolutely above and beyond never once felt like they were pushy, which today is hard to find. Uh, we took a week to decide and weren't harassed. They've been, she, Jamie's been telling many people of the genuineness and service that we offered. Uh, I could absolutely go on and on about gardeners. They were informative and were able to answer all of our questions, helping us to make our final decision with ease and looks forward to doing business with us again. You know, listen, that's the kind of experience we're going for, much like our friends, our new friends at H&H. Um, it is about the experience. If we're just going to look to make the transaction, uh, I'm not an idiot. You can go do that at Walmart, Sam's Club, Costco you know, you you can do that any number of other places for a new mattress. But if you're really wanting to look at your sleep issues, look at what hurts in the morning, uh, help that back pain and just wake up happy, we're here to give you that experience. And testimonials like Jamie's, Jamie, thank you, uh, showcase that we do that. And I'm sure if you looked up uh, reviews and testimonials and case studies at H&H, you would see the same. Those guys are really committed to the experience as we are here. So Um, so Jamie, thank you. Thank you for being our customer and thank you for that testimonial and review and for taking the time to, uh, spread the word. So, um, we've got our prize later. Uh, we are in that mode of kind of spring cleaning here at the store. Uh, we have our new friend, our new friend, our new team member, Chad Burkhart, uh, has joined us and, um, he, uh, has asked that we dedicate a little clearance area on the show floor. So we've got some things we need to get out the door, headboards, platform beds, some wake up happy comfort exchanges, some floor models. In other words, get a great night's sleep for a discount. And we've got those clearance items. So come see us for those. That's what we got going on at the moment. As always, we have our double deals. You can go to gardenersmattressamore.com slash sales to choose the discounts that work for you and maximize your savings. As I've started to say around here, happy wake ups. And a happy wallet. All right, so we're gonna fire up the prize later. We got a whole bunch. This is gonna be a real. This is like a real race for the for the finish line on the prize later this time around. Normally, it's a two or three horse race, but we got a bunch of commenters. Let's see who wins. Kathleen Sullivan, congratulations! If 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 you won the prize later by the amount of comments, Kathleen would have had this hands down. Big supporter of H and H Group. Big fans of them. And uh, Kathleen, thank you so much for being a listener and a, a watcher this week. We appreciate you. And um, thank you for your support. So the way this works, you come into the store anytime we're open, seven days a week. Say I won on this week's episode of Lancaster Connects and my team will show you the prizes you can pick from and you get to leave with your prize. Simple as that. So thank you, Kathleen. We appreciate you. Uh, as always, appreciate Chris having my back. As, as we said, design's important. And if you look at that KFC logo, you're going to see, and he was on the ball, you're going to see a little, little stick figure with a big head. <laughs> Chris, as always, thank you for producing a great episode. My guests, thank you guys for being great guests at h h Mike and Nate. If you need anything, go to thinkhh.com and we'll see you next week on Mikes to Connect. Take care.